You're listening to the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. So we've talked about collecting the half shekel. And now as we go into the third chapter of Shkalim, we're going to get ready to spend the half shekels. Because the half shekels are collected for the expenses of the temple throughout the year. So we're going to find that they're going to be drawn down essentially in line with the pilgrim festivals. Bishlosha praki bashana tormim tormin etalishka. At three times in the year, the withdrawal is made from the chamber. So the shukalim, the money is collected into a special chamber in the temple. And then when it's needed, it's drawn down. So what are these, these times? Half a month before Pesach, half a month before Shavuot, and half a month before Sukkot. So in other words, two weeks before each of the pilgrim festivals. And the Mishnah goes on to say, According to Akiva, these are the threshing floors for the tithe of beasts. Well, we don't thresh beasts. What's going on here? But we've, do you remember we said when we learned the, the Masechtot of Truma that produce becomes liable for Truma once it gets to the threshing floor? Once it hits the Gorgon, it has to be tithed. And when the Mishnah here talks about the threshing floor, it, it means effectively these are the dates. These are the three dates in the year by which animal produce has to be tithed. Because, of course, animals are, are born through the whole year. This is not like wheat, where there's a specific season. And when you get to the season, you cut it and you, and you harvest it and you tithe it. Animals are being born all the time. So there are three times in the year which are effectively cut-off dates for maser behima, for taking tithes of beasts. Now, why are they connected to why are they connected to the foot festivals? Well, if you're taking Maser Sheni, if you're taking second tithe from your flock, then and you do it just before the pilgrim festival, you can actually take the animal with you to Jerusalem and eat it there. So rather than having to give it to a, a give it to somebody else to eat there or convert it into money. You can actually convert your, your animal directly into Master Sheni that you can take to Jerusalem. So in order to make that convenient, the sages made the cut-off dates just two they made the cut-off dates just two weeks before the festivals in line with the in line with the dates at which the half shekels were going to be withdrawn, according to Rabbi Akiva. Ben Azai says on the 29th of Adar, Ben Azai Omer Esri Vatishab Adar. Uve Chad Nisan, Uve Esri Vatishab Av. He says on the 29th of Adar. Ben Azai has a view that Adar is always has 29 days. Maybe this is a little bit different from Rabbi Akiva. So actually, half a month before. Pesach, if we believe that Adar always has 29 days, remember most Jewish months can have either 29 or 30 days. If we believe Adar will always have 29 days, 
then half a month before Pesach will always be the 29th of Adar. And then the first of Sivan. The first of Sivan is not two weeks. It's not half a month before Shavuot. It's, it's only a week before Shavuot. So where, why does Ben Azai want to delay a week? Well, there are only seven weeks between Pesach and Shavuot. So not very, not very many animals are born in those seven weeks. So Ben Azai says, okay, for that short period, we can delay the tithing deadline by one week. So just a week before the food festival, just a week before Shavuot, we'll take, we'll take the, the, the tithe of the, the animal tithe. And on the 29th of Av. Ben Azai has a view, by the way, and we'll learn this when we get to the Mishnah and Bechorot. Ben Azai have a, has a view that the, everything born in Elul has a separate tithe. So he wants to take the animal tithe before the beginning of Elul. Whereas Rabbi Akiva is happy to take it half a month before Sukkot, which means effectively around Rosh Hashanah. Time. Now, Rabbi Elazar and Rabbi Shimon are nearly in line. Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Shimon Omrim, they say on the first of Nisan, we can agree with that, that's nearly two weeks before Pesach. That first of Sivan, we know that we can understand that logic too, that's like Ben Azai. But on the 29th of Elul, why do they say on the 29th of Elor? And they didn't say on the first of Tishri. The first of Tishri is a festival. We can't take tithes on festival. So they moved it up to the 29th of Elor. How do they actually make the withdrawal? So they had three baskets, and each basket had three sairs. From memory, a sair is about a, uh, about a, a gallon, actually. So these are three-gallon baskets. So they had these three-gallon baskets. Uh, so they fill these baskets from the room where the half shekels were held. So they were, the baskets were labeled one, two, three, Aleph, Bet, Gimel. And Rabbi Ishmael Omer, Yivanit Katubahem, Alpha, Bet, Tegamla. Rabbi Ishmael says that the baskets were actually inscribed in Greek. This is really a little bit odd because you'd think, Lashon, you'd think the holy language would be used in the temple, but Greek is very commonly spoken in that part of the world in that time. And actually the Mishnah is full of Greek. I mean, even though the Mishnah is full of Greek words, even though we hear about this cultural battle between the Greeks the, or, the, or the Hellenized Jews and, um, and, and, you, and, you know, the, and, the, and the traditional Jews, or between the Greeks and the Jews, even though there's this extraordinary cultural battle, the Mishnah is actually full of Greek words, many, many, many more than Latin words. And, okay, so Rabbi Mishmael says, actually, we used to label the baskets in Greek. Alpha, beta, gamma. Ein haturem nichnas. Lot, got chafot. The person that actually made the withdrawals. This is the person that's going to take the coins 
from this uh, storehouse into the baskets. He wouldn't go in either wearing a hemmed cloak or shoes, um, uh, or shoes, velobinal, veloba sandal, not sandals, velobi tefillin, not with tefillin, veloba kamia, not with an amulet, shema yani veyomrume avon halishka heni. Because maybe he would become poor later, and people would say he became poor because of some sin committed in the chamber. Oh, shema yashir, maybe he'd get rich later. Veyomru. Mitrumat halishka heshir. From all that financial work, withdrawing money from the uh, from the lishka from the storage room, that's how he got rich. Lefi she adam tsarich latzet yidei habriot kaderech she tsarich latzet yidei hamakom. For a person should behave before, well, before other people, just as he should behave before God. It's the same. You have to treat people the same as you treat God. Fascinating, fascinating remarks just thrown away in the Mishnah here. A person should behave before other people as before God, as it is said. And now we're going to bring a Pasuk. You should be innocent before God and before Israel, ve'omer, and this is from Proverbs, and you'll find favor and good understanding in the eyes of God and man, God and man together. Now, does that apply to everybody? Well, shall bait Rabban Gamliel, the people of Rabban Gamliel's household, Rabban Gamliel used to sort of, he always used to treat himself specially. They wouldn't just give their shekel in the normal fashion. They would, the messenger would enter with their shekel between their fingers. Remember, a shekel it always refers to a half shekel. And he'd throw it down in front of the person who made the withdrawal. So he wanted to make sure that his half shekel didn't just get stuck in the storeroom, but it was used immediately by the person making with the withdrawal. In other words, he wanted to make sure that his half shekel was, was, if you like, deployed straight into sacrifices rather than hanging around in storage. So he'd throw it down in front of the person making withdrawal. And the person that made the withdrawal would, pers- would purposefully press it into the basket. And then, then he'd wait for the approval of people who must have been watching him. I mean, he was not doing this on his own. Ein haturem turem. The person withdrawing doesn't make the withdrawal. Ad Until he says to them, so there must have been people around. Et trom. Shall I withdraw? The hen on rim law. Trom, trom, trom. And they say to him, withdraw, 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 three times. And then once he's been instructed by those around him, then he goes and he makes the withdrawal. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. Benedict.